0: Happy Mother's Day y'all don't even know what you're gonna what you're in for because honestly I don't know what I'm in for either and my husband certainly doesn't know what he's in for good well, things
1: that tick-tock was something they were all in for that was that, that was a tick-tock yeah like okay my daughter is good at it but that was our first time like really doing a tick-tock that's that, right yeah that and that's called
0: being generational yes right that's the older you get, the slower your moves
2: are. <laughs> <laughs> I could strut, you, I but I couldn't jerk and do my booty like they did.
0: <laughs> I thought you strutted pretty well. <laughs> you good. I think the point of that is, whether you're 9, 30-something, older than that, and even older than that, uh, you are valued and important in this house, and so all of the women of celebration, we celebrate you today one thing that we know here is we could not be who we are without you I know that Mother's Day can be hard for a lot of people for a variety of different reasons a lot of times we as moms or women in general we walk in this place and start comparing ourselves with one another right we look at whose kids came with them to church today you know whose kids are behaving today who still has their mom alive and who doesn't who got flowers this morning from their spouse and their kids, and who didn't? I didn't. You didn't? <laughs> not yet, Mama. Oh, a day's not over? A day's not over, Mama.
2: Well, he better get with me.
0: <laughs> I can't promise Dad will give it to you. You're not his mama. So
2: He said I was the mama of his babies. Uh, you are. So,
0: you are yeah. the baby mama.
2: I'm a baby mama. That's what they call him now, You are right? the baby mama.
0: I definitely am. <laughs> But we just want to uh, take this time, and, and we're going to get into something really special. And I got to say, I am extremely honored to be up here with my mom, the greatest of all time, and my daughter, the greatest of all time. And I'm super excited about that. And uh, you know, today does that mean we're goats? You're goats. I was going to say that, I just but I tried that. to be nice. Yeah, we're goats. That's what we are. You're getting with it. You we're are sick. up on stuff. You're bussing, mama. <laughs> you're bussing. What is busting? We got to teach her that one. Now she's looking at me sus. I don't know.
1: We're full of jokes. Where am I right now? (laughs) Like, what's going on?
0: (laughs) I know on Mother's Day, a lot of times we think, okay, well, let's pull up Proverbs chapter 31 because that talks about the virtuous woman, right? And that's what... That's Quite too hard.
2: hard to do. That's
0: too hard to do. Yeah. I'm like, there is no way... I don't way get up can.
2: early before everybody else does, and I'm not up no. after everybody goes to bed either.
0: No. And I've been no. trained by her. And I don't cook. And I've been trained by her. Yeah. So let's not do Proverbs Same. 31.
1: You guys could have tried. Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> to my husband
0: and kids. So anyway, today we have the honor of pulling out some really powerful things out of one of our family verses. And that is the uh, family chapters, actually. And it's Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3. And uh, this has been a verse that, I, I don't know, years ago, years and years ago, my dad decided he was going to memorize this verse. And it kind of inspired us all to start memorizing it and putting it into our hearts and learning from it and growing from it because. Proverbs was written to uh, just just by the wisest man, right? Just full of wisdom. And if we as humanity would start living our life with a little bit more wisdom, we wouldn't be as dysfunctional as a society as we are. So we get the joy. Go Think ahead. what
2: would have been like if he hadn't got a hold of the oh, Word, Lord. if we hadn't got a hold of the Word. Yep. You would have been a mess.
0: We would have. I mean, sure. I would have
2: been a mess, and I yep. wouldn't be sitting here today, I'll tell you that, had it not been for God's Word and the wisdom of God's yes. Word so the sooner you grab hold of it the better your life is awesome and the less regrets you have in life too so true i'll never forget the day your dad came in and he said god is impressed upon my heart not only to memorize chapter three of proverbs mm-hmm. but he memorized chapter one chapter two and chapter three and when i couldn't go to sleep at night i just lean over and say would you quote proverbs to me and he'd get started quoting the Proverbs, the chapter one, two, but the time he got to three, I fell asleep. So, <laughs> so I'm going to try to remember okay. it today. My spirit <laughs> stayed awake, so it's full. But it has been a go-to chapter yes. for all of our life. And every it has something for every walk of life. And yeah. I thought this morning, Ree, I loved the setup here because so many of you mothers that are facing various difficulties in life, yeah. and I can't say that we haven't experienced every one of them. We've had a loss of a baby that was devastating to us. I didn't think we would make it through that. But God, in His wisdom and His mercy, helped us through that. Walked through it with Tina through infertility yeah. over and over and over with, yeah. uh, with that. And then God blessed us with two beautiful blessings. Wind and Sky, yep. and they're here today serving God, yes, so I are. praise God for that. So God is so good, so yes. cling to His Word, and we just pray your ears and your hearts will be open today, Absolutely. and that you receive just, a, if you just receive just a little tidbit of what we have planted in our hearts from this chapter, you'll go from here changed today.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I will say this, I think it's so cool because this is something that I've even learned as a as a kid growing up, and it wasn't something that was like crazy that they... We're like you have to learn this scripture or whatever it was just something that was like a part of our family i guess it was put in front of us and and so what's so cool about proverbs 3 is it just has something for everyone and it's new every time you read it like i can read it one day like even even doing this like i read it and i was like oh i love this one so much this has helped me so much but honestly so many of the scriptures have helped me so much and it's also something that i've also passed down you know to my kids and that's something that I want them to know because it's so helpful when you're going through hard times to have the yeah. word to cling to. The, yep. the word is the only thing yeah. that truly when you're going through something hard has helped keep me straight and keep yeah. like, myself at peace. So for me, I know Kova has also yeah. so learned this. A great thing that's so, happening this morning is, yeah. uh, tell
0: her how this came about that she started Kova, my, do- my nine-year-old granddaughter, Rissa's oldest daughter um she started don't leave me since. out
2: she's my great-granddaughter
0: okay too. <laughs> it's her great-granddaughter and i will
1: say this like I will say that because we've talked about it too, like all your kids are different, right? Yep. So don't, I would just say don't put expectations to be like, <laughs> oh, memorize all this stuff. Yep. I just think the word of God is seed and this yep. seed that's put into your kids is gonna Very like, good. when they're going through something, that seed yes. is is what's gonna come out of them. So good. Um, I was not always the kid that could memorize like my kid can. Like she keeps me on track. We go into Target. She's like, mom, you said you're only getting this. You hurry up. She keeps me like... <laughs> super organized you know so i was not always the kid that could like memorize i mean I, I tried to memorize the whole thing but those seeds are seeds that have been planted in my heart and they've grown so that when i do go through hardship Good. those are the things that come out so even for her she started with just listening to it at night as she fell asleep um just kind of like Oma was saying like you could be asleep but your spirit is still being downloaded these things um, so that's kind of how she started. She started just kind of reading it. We had it up. Yep. And uh, yeah. So
0: and then I told her I'd give her $100 if she memorized it. Yeah, there was a little so. bit of bribing, too,
2: going on. Daddy should have known that. He would have held out for 100
0: <laughs> <laughs> So would you make welcome my granddaughter? Yes, yes. Kova Kairos yeah, She's going to be... Um... Actually, she has memorized this, and she gets 100 bucks today for it. <laughs> But can I tell you it's the Word of God? Yes. And it's more than a kid saying words. It's more than a kid who memorized something. She's declaring the Word of God that's sowing seed into your heart that today can bring about all the change that you need. It's long, but it's the Word of God. That's our foundation here at Celebration Church, the Word of God. So we're celebrating the Word of God this morning. Hit it, baby. Are you on? You got it, girl.
2: Here, hold mine.
3: My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life, many years, and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the top of your heart, then you'll win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understandings, and all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline, and do not resent his rebuke, because the Lord disciplines those he loves. As a father, the son he delights in. Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver, and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies, nothing you desire compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, and her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways, and our paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. By wisdom, the Lord laid the earth's foundation. By understanding, he set the heavens in place. By his knowledge, the watery depths were divided, and the clouds let drop the dew. My son, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight. Preserve sound of judgment and discretion. There will be life for you, an ornament to grace your neck. Then you'll go on your way in safety, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Have no fear of sudden disaster, or of the ruin that overtakes wicked, for the Lord will be at your side, and will keep your foot from being snared. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due, when it is in your power to act. Do not say to your neighbor, Come back tomorrow and I'll give it to you when you already have it with you. Do not plot harm against your neighbor who lives trustfully near you. Do not accuse anyone for no reason when they have done you no harm. Do not envy the violent or choose any of their ways. For the Lord detests, wait, for the Lord, for the Lord, For the Lord detests the perverse, but takes the upright into his confidence. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. He mocks proud mockers and shows favor to the humble and oppressed. The wise inherit honor, but fools get only shame.
0: Good job, Cove. Good job. Wow.
2: Can I say something? Please do, because I' crying you got tears up here. in your I eyes, know. so let me talk. <laughs> don't give up. Turn to your neighbor and say, "Don't give up." Don't give up. And don't, don't quit. Don't quit. One of the the Bible talks about wisdom. In one place, it says, "With much wisdom comes much sorrow." The sorrow that comes from it is because of the knowledge that you have. And then you see people that don't fulfill mm. the wisdom of God in their life and the calling of God in their life. Yeah. And you see the effects it has on not them, right, but the generations to come. So good. Pastor is teaching us over and over and over, talking about the legacy we're gonna leave behind. Yep. And I, I just wanna say real quickly, Joe, thank you for having Randy. I mean, thank you so much. Because what a joy he has been and what a blessing he has been to me as a mother-in-law to have a godly man that's leading my children and my grandchildren uh, to know God better. But I just encourage you today to don't quit. There's times Joe could have quit and Harold could have quit and stopped and dropped out of church. There's times that we could have done the same thing. I'll never forget one time when we had just started pastoring in, um, in Soledad. And it's a very missions church, very small little church there. And and then we probably had about 85 maybe people that day, and about 75 of them decided they didn't like us, so they got (laughs) up and walked out. But you know what, that's their problem. They just really didn't know us because we're fabulous. But they didn't get a chance. (laughs) Totally their loss. But those that stayed, I'll never forget this one gentleman would come knocking on our door on a Monday morning, and he'd say, First thing out of his mouth, he'd say, Pastor, please don't quit. Don't give up on us. Please don't quit. And we would look at each other and we'd say, okay. And then we'd shut the door and say, we have our letter here, resignation. We're going to quit because it was such a turmoil yeah. time. It's such a, a great time for us to quit and give up. Do yeah. you understand that? Yeah. Are you hearing me? Yep. Yeah because when you're faithful for God, serving God, it's not always smooth and always wonderful. Sometimes you have bumpy roads and you have things you have to get over, but don't quit, stay faithful to your calling. Don't quit. Love that. Little did he know that within a few months he was gonna be hit by another car head on and he would go out to meet God immediately. Mm. He left behind a beautiful wife with four daughters Mm. and that mother didn't quit she kept coming to church she kept working in kids ministry she was at every prayer meeting those little kids would be laying on the floor on pallets sleeping they would be mad because they had to come to church and they'd sit there <laughs> like this real ugly and mad but she didn't care she'd say you just sit there you're gonna be here because that's where god speaks to Very their good. hearts. yep this is an eternal thing people absolutely we're talking about heaven and hell here come i'm telling now. you we are
0: good so and good. when I
2: think about my kids and my grandkids, I want them to know God and I want to remain faithful. I yes. want to show them what it is to serve God, to accept the call of God. But because of her faithfulness, yeah. the one that we had the most trouble with, I not mean her daughter that did the most and caused us the most prayer. We had more prayer <laughs> meetings over that girl than any of them. They are now stepping in as pastors of Liberty Chapel okay. after we stepped down. That's so good because you don't give up. Let me tell you what happens, and this broke my heart, sis, when I realized, when I just this comes by just being old, okay? <laughs> being, you, you know, you're, yeah. you know all that know. generation. And then yeah. now I'm in this last generation. Boy, that's shocking to me, to realize I have probably 25 or 30 more years, so I don't know what I wanna be when I grow up. I'm still trying <laughs> to decide it. But I realize uh-huh. you don't give up, because as you go through life and you're giving, and you're you're being faithful and seeing these things come to pass and giving is so important randy don't ever 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 don't ever apologize for taking offerings (laughs) don't ever apologize for asking people to give of your finances the Bible says we're to give of our first fruits. She stood up here and quoted it. Yep. Give of your first fruits unto the yep. Lord. First fruits. That's yep. the top of everything. Yep. That's everything. I was talking to a young couple back here and I said, "I'm just praying for you that God will bless you." Well, sister, he came back. "God gave me a good job and I'm so excited now I'm going to pay tithes." And I said, "What? You weren't paying tithes before?" I mean, that's just a no-brainer. You pay tithes. That belongs to God and he blesses and gives back to us yep. abundantly. So good. That's one of the scriptures that we just read. So it's just so awesome in giving to the Lord. Now, one more thing, and then I'm going to stop and let you girls no, take I the No, I think it's good, Mom. One of the other things that God is so impressed upon us, and giving is one of them. I love it because we've got, what, four or five things on the table pastors laying out for you to give. Yep. So there's no excuse. When we moved down here, I said, Ta, honey, I don't want to strap ourselves. I don't want to get a big, big, fabulous house, all that kind of stuff. I want to have money to give because i know the importance of giving i know what it's like to have a family come in and them not be able to send their children to youth camp and i know the life and death experience they have at youth camp the eternal thing that happens at youth camp tell your neighbor we're talking about eternity here okay Moms and dads, I want to tell you, when you stand before God, when I stand before God, he's not going to say, wow, your son hit so many home runs. Wow. You wish, right, son? <laughs> he was a great ball player. We allowed him to be a ball, uh, ball player, but he had to take his, uh, his uniform to church so he could change into it after church because That's church was true. important first. Yep. Then he went to ball practice. That's
0: true.
2: The things of God were first. And then you know why? Because I cared more about his soul
0: now. Than I
2: did about getting money for him to go to college. His eternal purpose is more important to me than any other thing. But we were sitting there that morning, my dad said, okay, we've got this family that's here. They have five children, they need them to go to camp. I remember my husband saying uh, i'll adopt one of them and i'll make sure he gets to go to camp and he came up with the money to go not only that he took that young man down to the store bought him new levi's bought him new shirts bought him tennis shoes and everything for him to go to youth camp it was a few years later and i love this because we're living now we've lived a long time now and that's good so a lot of years have passed he was at jack hayford's ministry for pastoral ministry He was on an elevator with my brother-in-law, Josh Clements. And this gentleman, tall, young, handsome, strong young man turned around and said, Aren't you Josh from Santa Cruz? He said, Yes. He said, Whatever happened to Tom Stewart? He said, Well, this is him. He's standing right here. He said, Tom, I just want to tell you thank you. Thank you for sending me to youth camp years ago. Thank you for buying me clothes.
0: So good. So I could go to youth camp.
2: And that young man right now, is pastoring stan russell is pastoring one of the largest churches in oregon not only is he pastoring a church he has a christian school i love what randy said and what sharia said i see schools in our church here i see homes for the homeless i see homes for the motherless i see all kinds of things that god wants to do but don't ever stop and don't ever stop giving and that's the end
0: (laughs) i don't don't believe that's the end but you know what I love is when, when I hear my mom talking, I have memories of when I was a child because my parents, they taught us, you know, they sat down, hey, you need to do this and you know, you need to do these things. I learned more from my mom and my dad from their example, from who they were at my home than who they were at the church. Although they were the same at church as they were at home. I learned so much from them, not because of what they told me all the time, it's because of what I saw in their life. And I think this is what I think we're even sharing today. It's not so much what you're trying to tell your kids and force your kids to do. It's living your life as that example. When my mom and dad were pastoring and I was a kid, she would um, play play the organ. And I'd sit behind her, and believe it or not, my parents bought me an accordion one year for Christmas. I wanted one. I played the accordion while I sat behind her while she played the organ at church. But I remember during offering time, her turning to me, hey, sis, can you write me a check for? And I'd take the little checkbook, I'd write the check out to the church. Sometimes she would sign it, sometimes I perfected her name. And I would. But she taught me by example to be a giver. When it came to having the opportunity to either sell something or give it away, they always gave it away. It wasn't, I wonder how much I can make off of this. I could make this much money and then I could do this with it. There's nothing wrong with that. But I do know that my parents today walk in great favor and walk in great blessing Because of their heart of generosity and their heart of giving, it's easy for me to give because I had a great example. Now there might be some of you in this room, you're like, man, this sucks. This is hard for me. I'm not that way. I'm first generation believer in Jesus. I celebrate that today. You You are altering the course and the destiny of your whole family and the generations that come after you because of your desire to do things differently your desire to do things differently now God hasn't called you in this room to be pastors or to fulfill a call maybe that I did or my mom did or or did. but what in every every situation whatever your calling and your gifting is whatever your occupation is you are still kingdom of God builders. So whether you are in our school education system, thank Jesus for you. Those of you who are serving in our public school system, I praise Jesus for you. You may not be able to preach what you wanna preach, you may not be able to do what you wanna do, but your hands are anointed hands. Your words are anointed words. When you walk into a room, walk on a campus, you are a carrier of Jesus Christ. Those of you in the medical field, those of you in the medical field, yeah, you have your head knowledge, yeah, you have all the prescriptions in the book, yeah, you have all the things that maybe the medical science is telling you to do, but God has gifted you and given you such a place where people are in such great need, and when you walk into the room, I just believe that the healing power of Jesus walks in the room with you. I do believe that. And I believe that that as we together continue to, like my mom says, don't give up. Why do we not want you to give up? Because there are people in this room, people on your job, your kids need you. They need you. And I know sometimes in this room, you know, Especially on Mother's Day, you know, it kind of highlights, especially if you want a child, it kind of highlights the fact that you don't have one yet. I can't tell you the women in this room, even that have helped me, that I'm so grateful for. They're not biologically connected to my children whatsoever, but because of their mothering and because of their mentoring, my kids love Jesus in a greater way. They have greater understanding of things that I couldn't even teach them because of the love of the other women who have imparted into their life. And so I just want to thank you for that. You know, in, in um, Proverbs chapter 3, since we are talking about that, <laughs> I love this.
1: I will say this just on the point yeah, of go ahead. the whole legacy thing. Like, I'm just so thankful to have... Um, you guys that went before even me, that I can even continue that legacy. And I think it comes down to, like, the choices that we choose now. Like, for me, even, to continue to choose um, the things of God. Because it's yeah. so easy. We're all human. We're human up here. So it's yeah. easy to be like, oh, well, I need this money, you know, yeah. for this X, Y, and Z. Or or I just, I'll just go rely on on the doctor. Or it's, it's so easy to kind of put God kind of in a box or, or put him on the shelf, you know, like they always yeah. say. You're, put him on the shelf but I'm just so thankful for this, this legacy that I even have. Even even you talking about the, the people that imparted in my life growing up, yeah. I'm so thankful for yep. many of you in this room that imparted to my kids' life and um, help them. And, and that's a legacy. So even as you're saying, like the, the people that are maybe struggling or don't have a good relationship with their mom yeah. or the ones that are longing for children, like your influence is so much more than even biological. Your influence and just the people around you, the next generation, it's so huge. Don't take that lightly. Don't take that as something that's just like, oh, it's not good enough. Yeah. God created you now for a purpose and a, and a reason. Yes. And to not just look at, okay, I can't have my own kids right now. Or maybe my kids are grown and they're doing their own thing. You're still useful. You're, 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 your spirit, your soul still alive. You're still mm-hmm. useful. Don't give up on this next generation. I love that. Can you go ahead and share what you're going to share? Yeah, so in, in Proverbs 3, so the... Great. And I think sometimes, like, if, you're, if you've if you been a believer for a while and you're, like, um, aware of, like, the Word and uh, you're you're not as new, this is going to sound kind of cliche. And I was telling them, I was telling my mom, like, I kind of strayed away from wanting to talk about this verse because I felt like it comes across so, like, not deep. And I kind of <laughs> felt checked by, like, like, when I was praying, I felt checked because I was like, why would I ever think yeah. that the Word of God isn't deep? Why would I yeah. take the Word of God as being cliche or, like, everybody uses that so it's not really relevant right um but it's in proverbs 3 it's 5 and, and i'm going to read it It says trust in and rely confidently on the lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding in all your ways know and acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your path straight and smooth removing obstacles that block your way and i know we've all heard that right probably many of us can quote trust the lord with all your heart lean not on your understandings in all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. But it's so easy to, to say, hey, trust God, you know, right. when someone comes up to you and they say, oh, I'm going through this. Can you pray? Oh, you just trust God, you know, it's uh-huh. easy. But but this scripture, looking back on my life, just having those seeds planted in my heart have been things that have helped me through, well, I wanted to quit college, you know, and... and <laughs> I was like a five year, so it took me a while, <laughs> like I was saying, I couldn't memorize very well. I was like on the five year plan, but I wanted to quit, right, but I was like, do I quit? do I not? I don't know i try I had to trust God in that yep. moment right whenever whenever my daughter was in the hospital, you know and and I was told she it she, her heart could fail. I had to trust god and and it's so easy to say that, yeah, you know, and one thing I learned early on uh my dad actually would say this, is that God knew that you were gonna have to trust him. Otherwise, he, you would know everything, right? If we yeah. knew everything, there's no reason to trust him. So if we know that we're, we're called to trust, then, then I, I shouldn't be worried about it. Good. And that doesn't just mean, because it's so easy to be like, okay, well, I'm just not gonna care. It's not just not caring. Yeah. Right? It's a, it's a confident trust that God's got you. So good. That God's so big yep. and he cares so much for yep. you that yep. you don't have to be worried yep. about the situation. Yep. And while your flesh is screaming at you yep. to, to not trust, you know? And so many times, I think, too, it's so easy just to be like, Oh, God's got it, but what do we run to? We run to Google so fast, yeah. right? We, we run to Instagram and TikTok uh, yeah, or our therapist yeah. or our yeah. friends to say, this is what's going on, what should I do? Right. We all yeah. do that. We're, we're human. I mean, I don't know, probably on all of our phones right now, we're Googling something. What is this bump? What is this white thing on my nail? Why does my hair do this? Like, there's, there's uh, something that we're all yeah. struggling with, maybe, you know, yeah. we're all struggling with something. Mm-hmm. And God says if we trust him, if we rely confidently on him, because he is going to take care of you. Yep. He loves you so much. He, he is so someone good. that is trustworthy. I love that. And I think we sometimes see him in a human uh, essence. Yeah. Like, oh, well, he's like my dad and my dad left, so I'm going to be abandoned. Yeah. Or he's like my mom and my mom's not here. Mm-hmm. Or I was treated bad. I was abused. I was yeah. neglected. I was all these things. But God's not that way. God loves you so much. He's so good, trustworthy. Jesus. You can trust him. So good. And so this scripture has just been something that is, has uh, led me. And it continues, mm-hmm. to, it continues now. Me raising my kids, yeah. you know, in my marriage, yeah. with my relationships, my friendships. Yeah. This has been just a scripture that's not cliche.
2: You know, Rissy, you just, I lied. I'm sorry. Father, forgive me. <laughs> I always told the kids, don't lie, especially on a Sunday. And here I sit right here before God and everybody. Rizzy, what you said about being the third generation sitting up here, uh, just so beautiful to me, too, because I think how close, how close I came to destroying that by choices I made or could have made and choices I've seen other parents make. Yeah. So close, they give up too soon, they quit. They used to, I used to, yeah. I used to do this for God, I used to do that for God, but I just got tired and I quit and I gave up. Yeah, I could have done that so easy. Yeah. Opa and I both could have done yeah. that so easy. But it wasn't about us, it's about generations to come. It's not about you, Rissy. Yeah. It's about little Harlow standing beside me this morning, hearing the Word of God, watching, looking up and watching us, sometimes tears rolling down our eyes because God's been so, so good to us. You're only three generations away from either building up your kids or destroying them. And if you give up and quit and walk away from the church, statistics will show you not only just knowledge I've received, but the next generation, your daughter, which would have been Sharif, yeah would have very spasmodically gone to church she would have gone maybe christmas and easter had tom and i dropped out and said it's too much we can't do this by the time it came to sharissa her generation she would have said there's no need for it anyway she would never known the lyrics to amazing grace yeah she would have never known the scripture she just quoted today trust in the lord with all your heart lean not to his own understanding why because I would have failed in my generation so good, I would have quit I would have given up and I would have said church is not important anymore yeah, yeah. other things are more important on a Sunday morning than us being at church so yeah. by the so time good, Cherie Mom. came in she would have only gone once or twice and then Rissy would have never taken hers that's proof there's, yeah. there's statistics that prove that yeah That's what causes me to weep and to moan and to groan when I see couples dropping out of church. When they have children and grandchildren that are watching you and they're learning and influenced more by your actions than by your word. That song, the lyrics we sang a while ago, He's not done with us yet. And until you draw your last breath, God is not done with you yet. And if you just turn to your neighbors and say, God's not done with you yet, and it's not all about you, yeah. but it's about generations to come. Yeah. And Pastor Randy keeps telling us every Sunday morning, it's not about us, it's about the generations to come. It's about those that are lost and dying without God, those so that need good. healing and deliverance in their lives. It's not about us right now, it's about those that are to come. So yeah. don't stop. Don't stop. Rissy, yeah. it's going to get heavy sometimes. Oma won't be here. <laughs> Your mama may not be here when you have those moments. <laughs> but I hope that you remember, don't ever, ever quit. You've got grandchildren. You've got great-grandchildren coming along. Be faithful to God. Don't
0: quit. Okay. You know what's so um, powerful about that? Because, okay, Mama. <laughs> she brought a you tissue. this, but <laughs> you this it's got boogers in it. <laughs> um, um, I think what's so powerful about this is because it's so easy for us to sit up here at this moment and go, "Yeah, trust in the Lord with all our heart, right?" And to say, "Oh, it's all about generations and legacy, and you got to pass it on." sorry <laughs> that was like a fresh that's, box that's like get that sucker box. out of there
2: Goodness. Oh, Lord. <laughs> there's some things we never trained them to do
0: <laughs> pulling Kleenex out of a box is one of them but I know you know it would have been easy even looking with my parents you know when they were serving God and helping build ministry and my mom was pregnant gave birth to my older brother and he died a week later, right? I mean, it'd be easy to say, why me? God, I'm serving you. God, why us? I, we're putting you first. God, why did this happen to me? God. And it'd be easy to be disconnected and it'd be easy to say, I'm done. And so when she shares those things, she's sharing those things from experience because it would have been easy for her to do that. Yeah. It would have been a natural humanity, human thing to pull back because I'm a lover of God and this happened. So it must be God's fault. I must be doing something wrong, whatever that is. And then just by the nature of life, we all got life livers in here? Yeah, we all live life, right? In, the, in, in, in their life, opportunities to quit. I look at Randy and I's life, plenty of opportunities to quit. Plenty, plenty of opportunities to quit. Rissa's life, plenty of opportunities. Plenty of opportunities to quit. But just like she said, so powerful. We're not living For us you're not living for you you're not living for your own happiness you're living for the next generations to come and I'm so grateful for that and mom when you say don't quit it's not just that you didn't quit then it's that you're not quitting now because if you this long life yes long life and if you quit now if you quit now I raise my kids in church they're all grown they know Jesus now I don't have to go to church anymore. I can sleep in, I can drink my coffee. It's just not as comfortable as it as it used to be. I'm just gonna stay home. You know what that then would speak to me? What would they even raise me this way for? Yeah. Jesus really must not be that important to them. They raised me and then they're not really still. I am so grateful and so thankful they continue to stay true to the call of God on their life. Her wisdom, her words, are so they grow in value to me every year and I am so grateful but I want to encourage you all this morning too it doesn't matter how you started it matters how you finish it doesn't matter how you started it matters how you finish because no doubt in the room this size some of us might be sitting here well I already raised my kids I already messed them up they're already a mess there's no hope for them I'm just can I tell you that there is a promise to God, from God to you, that you and your household shall be saved? You didn't have to start when you're 20. You didn't have to start when you're 30. You could be 70 years old in this room, make a decision for Christ today, and stand on that promise and see you and the generations after you born into the kingdom of God. So, my encouragement to you today finish strong live your life on purpose live your life on purpose i'm going to end with this scripture right here and then we're gonna uh what if we're not through wrap it up. we could sit here and talk all day <laughs> we're gonna start our own youtube channel would y'all watch it'd be bussin 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 okay proverbs chapter 31 3, verse number 21 it says in the passion translation it says my child Never drift off course from these two goals for your life. Number one, walk in wisdom. Number two, discover your purpose. Don't ever forget how they empower you, for they strengthen you inside and out and inspire you to do what's right. We would live our life in a different way if we knew that our purpose was to inspire and to be a light and to be a platform for the next generation to jump off. There's certain decisions that I would make. There's certain things I wouldn't do and there would be certain things I would on purpose do when I realized that my purpose is to be available, to be an encouragement, to pour everything that God has done in me into the next generation. I would see God's purpose and plan come to pass in my life, in the generations after. You all receive that this morning.
1: I will. I want to. I want to jump off that too because I will say that there's been times, just to, even when you're talking about quitting and like and being yeah. the platform for the next. Yeah. I think that us, just as people in this room have, have an opportunity and a choice to make in many of those things, and I know that Oma talked about, you know, losing a baby and when my baby was in the hospital three weeks old they came down three hours from where they lived and they didn't come fearful they didn't come worrying even though they maybe in their flesh could have felt like oh god is this another thing that happened in my life it wasn't that Uh, they brought scriptures to us they brought prayer to us they brought um support to us and that spoke so much to me to have confidence even more so yeah. in the word. Yeah. You know? So just continuing to just to not quit, to not give up, to not throw into the towel throw in the towel, yeah. even if you're struggling, you know, in your life, to kind of be able to step out of like of your your emotions. Yeah. You know, because I think so many times we're so caught up in our emotions and our feelings and really to step out and to look at the big picture so and to know that God has a purpose and the enemy's lurking around to use yeah. situations to pull you in and and to kill and destroy your family to kill and destroy you know your marriage or your kids yeah. and to be able to really step out of those emotions and those feelings and to say hey god i'm giving this to you and i'm trusting in you so good and to change that for your family you yeah. have a time maybe the generation before you wasn't great you can change that so good you can break yep. that generational yep. curse and then from then on your generations after you be yep. great you know
0: I love that. So good, sis. Before we go, you know, um, first of all, we're going to pray for you in this room. I'm going to have my mom pray because she's had a couple more years on me. (laughs) We'll let my mom pray uh, over you. And then we're going to give those of you who have not, or maybe you do this, mom, those of them, them who have not received Jesus you know, who maybe are trying to do life on their own, and just broken, and, and just need to receive Jesus, to give them the ability to experience life change uh, in their life. Because this moment has the ability in, to change everything.
2: There's two scriptures that I was really drilled in me as a child growing up. One was John three sixteen. To say that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, that meant me, that means anybody, Mm -hmm. any walk of life, any status in life, whosoever believes on him shall not perish, but have eternal life. I see that every time I go out, every time I talk to somebody on the phone, that scripture comes alive to me, I wonder if this person knows Jesus, because that's so important. The other scripture that was instilled in me was in Luke 6, 38. Give and it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Two of the greatest scriptures I could ever grow up knowing. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited right now to be able to lead you. If you do not know Jesus Christ, or maybe you've just kind of been on the borderline, and maybe you've even had those thoughts of just, it's just too much, I can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you You can take it because the power of God, the resurrection of power of God lives in you. You will rise up again. Good. You will come out of this. You will be able to face the world again, and you will triumph in this situation. I know that because he's proven that over and over to me. Yes. But until you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and ask him to come in and be Lord of your life. I say Lord of your life. I mean, he's first in your life. and you say, Jesus, come into my heart today and be Lord of my life, then he will radically change your life. He will turn it around, your family situation, your financial situation. God does that kind of a thing because the word of God starts rising up within you and becoming alive to you, you start applying it in your life, and he makes a real change. So if you need Jesus in your life today, or if you're just saying, you know what, I've just kind of gotten cold and I've just kind of drifted away, you need to get back into him again. Yeah. So I just want you to pray with me today, if you would just say, Father God, Father God, I humbly come to you. I humbly come to you in Jesus' name. Jesus name. And, I ask you, God, and I ask you, God, to come into my heart. Come into my, heart, come into my, life.
0: Come into my life. Father,
2: be Lord of my life. Be Lord of my life. I repent today,
0: I repent today of
2: my sins. Of my sins. I repent today today. because I've just been doing things just part-time, God, just serving you like putting you on the back burner. Go ahead and say it because you've been doing it. Say, I've been putting you on the back burner, God. But I choose today today, from this day forward. to walk with you every day to walk with you and every to make day. you my Lord. To make you my And Lord. I say this in Jesus' and name. I say this in Jesus' amen name. And amen and amen. Can you give the Lord of honor amen. and glory today for what He's done for you right now in your life? Amen. amen.
1: Thanks for listening. If this impacted you and you'd like to partner with us, go to SalvationChurch.cc give to help us reach people with the message of Jesus.